Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, unmute us there. So when I say that, turn it on. Yeah. Get that music on. A little too, a little too casual here, Yaya. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome into a very special casual Thursday edition of the DMR Nuggets podcast. There it is. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Eric, I'm gonna need a little more from you today. I'll give you. It's a metal round. You know, we're gonna need a little extra energy. We actually, I'm very excited for the show. I'm always excited to do the show. I'm. At, you guys can hear it in, in my voice in the ramp up there. I think that's the coffee. It I might too. be the coffee. I did drink you twice did as much coffee as I coffee. informed these guys, <laughs> as I usually do. I don't know why I did it. I drink a lot of coffee. But I'm very excited because I think this show is going to be fun. Oh, oh. Boy, what a change. What a change, <laughs> what a change of pace. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, last couple of days, there's been some heavy topics coming down the pipeline. Just do you want news, to news, circle back? World and news and, and no, notes. Okay. Not exactly. Today, all fun. Actually, all hate. I oh. know. What could be more fun? Nothing could be more nothing. fun. Nothing fuels my soul more than uh, things that I shouldn't hate, but I do hate. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And you're going to, I'm going to ratchet that hate up. You don't even know the list yet, Eric, but <laughs> this list comes through. There's going to be some that just. I'm curious if there are things that I can conjure hate for on the, on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I know the answer to that one, and it's absolutely yes. We're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up, uh, and you can gamble along on Eurobasket, on football, college football, and professional. Of those three, how would you rank them for gambling, Eric? Uh, football is a great gambling sport because there's a lot of downtime that yeah. you don't realize that usually is like occupied by just nervous feelings, thinking about what's going to happen next. You know, you can bet on the result of each drive. There's a lot of flash betting that can happen for yeah. uh, football. So, And you can just fade with no remorse our local team. They are just <laughs> You should be like, are they going to make this uh, record-long no. field goal? No, they're not. Uh, terrible odds, it doesn't matter. That's what we're going to bet on. I would say, though, you're right about the positionality of football and how much time there's. Betting on whether a team is going to score on a respective drive is one of my favorite bets there is. It's great. It's a dumb bet, I have a feeling. I, like, if you asked the Sharp, they'd probably be like, yeah, that's not how you make money. But me, I'm not here to make money. I'm here to have fun. Dude, something was put, like, football was put so clearly into perspective for me with one quote the other day. Like, Let me hear it. Somebody said that, uh, or it was a comedian stand-up, and they were, like, talking about how, you know, Americans complain that soccer, there's no scoring, low scoring, whatever. And they're yeah. like, you guys just invented points in football. They, if, <laughs> if somebody wins 21 to, two, to 14, it's 3 to 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of. It is. It's, they scored three no times way. versus two I times. strong disagree. I strong disagree. This is what's so great about the... God damn it. Why are we on a rabbit hole? We're already up. Segment A. Because you have seven points and three points. It's the perfect breakdown. A field goal should be less than half no, of a I whole agree. one. I'm so I saying, like it. But I'm saying like they inflate the concept that there's a lot of scoring in football That's true. by saying That's true. each score is worth seven. You're like, oh, yeah. it's yeah, Oh, my God. They scored 35 they scored points. Seven, like, come on, which yeah. means they scored one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You did raise a point. Uh, I'm out of order already i'll just go ahead and introduce it uh vote you we chose an interesting outfit today Thanks. lots of colors and patterns going on yeah um just figured i'd do me and be me you know take a page out of kyle kuzma just be myself fearlessly out in the world big mistake no, huge fail huge right. say, i'm looking at it on the screen and like the plaid pants just sort of like turn into just like a brown pant you don't realize the patterns that are happening. Yeah. Like, I am pattern I, I will tell you one thing that's yeah. hilarious, though, with this fisheye lens. Look how tiny Vote looks. I know. He looks so wee. He's a wee little lad there in the middle. Uh, baby. Did you guys know that I'm smaller than the rest <laughs> of the show? <laughs> Everybody Just knows a that. tiny little baby. Over here, I got D-line, but you guys know him better as Eric. What's up, guys? Uh, 
I'm ready for the show today. I'm wearing a hockey shirt and uh, nothing, resi- like no Nuggets, basketball, anything at all. I'm wearing Jordans. Let's no, go. There you go. <laughs> uh, haters ball segment two. Do you approve, which is kind of just a hit another haters ball in segment three. No. But we're going to start with the lover's ball. Oh. <laughs> and love fully being shined on Vlatko Chanchar, as he's known. The Chanch. Chucky. 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 Chucky absolutely dominant in last night's loss, Slovenian loss. So I guess he couldn't have been too dominant, but he was extremely good in the game. He played. He had 21 points, 7 of 14 shooting, 2 of 7 from the three-point line, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, including a sick block in the post. He gets in the post. I don't know if you know the play I'm talking about. Fourth quarter, late in the game, he gets switched out onto the big, buried deep, and you're thinking like mismatch, mouse yep. in the house. You got a power forward on a center. Guy turns around, does a little shimmy shake, does a move. Flacco plucks it back into him for like the block that you know you were in possession of. I was kind of like one of those ones where I'm like, damn, this dude like is like a beast in the post. I thought he was great despite the fact that Slovenia lost. You yeah. watched the game. What did you take away from Blacko? Well, he was a big part of them almost not losing yeah. that comeback effort <laughs> wow. to begin with. Yeah. Um, and to the point where they might have done better. I felt like in the fourth, a lot of his looks were sort of late shot clock grenades. But maybe they could have turned to him a little more. Well, that's a crazy thing to say because there's an established pecking order. But he, listen, he's got to be one of their top four most reliable players. Not necessarily best, but reliable at this point. He looks good, but it's also that type of performance. He looks good in different ways than he does with the Nuggets, yeah. which is, oh, I didn't know he has pull-ups. I didn't know he could fill it up <laughs> like that. I didn't know he could look so smooth and less sort of um, – uh, blocky, stiff. stiff. Yeah. So I thought he played well yet again. Man, this is the one. My main takeaway from watching Eurobasket is that it is like the there's such a principle around the way that Europeans in general will talk to us about basketball. We hear this all the time. Like the team is larger than the individual, and there's a lot of like really um, philosophical ideas that go into the way that the teams play. But at a certain point, you're like, give the ball to the best fucking players. Like, yeah. they, they there's so many times you're like, bro, why? I know that Kalinic was open. He's not as good as Jokic. I know that this guy would like. There, yet yeah, the right play ultimately can become the wrong play if it falls into the wrong But Eric, here's one thing that's interesting to me is that Slovenia plays more like the Dallas Mavericks than they do the Serbian national team. And there's pros to cons. Like I've been talking about this a lot on different shows and different things, but you know, there's pros and cons to all of these things. I don't think there is a universal truth to basketball. There are just a lot of different (laughs) schools of it. And sometimes one school will will be the best philosophy for that given moment or game or tournament or whatever. Often it's moment or possession, what have you, and mastering all of them. I don't think anybody can or ever has mastered all of them, but being able to call on different things. And so to your point, Slovenia, they are like, we have Luka Doncic. Yep. He's going to handle the ball every time, and everyone's going to be around that. And there's principles, obviously, of this more like teamwork style. The problem in this game, though, is that Luka Doncic fouled out oh, with like man. three or four minutes to go. Um, and he kind of got got. Can I tell you something? Luka Doncic, this, I love him. He's a great player. Not the best player in this game. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is the mental stuff. Yep. We saw a lot of this throughout Jokic's career. Different version of it, but but just this dynamic of that kind of getting in the way of, of the talent. I would even place it above conditioning at this point of the number one thing keeping him from... You maybe, think it's attitude? Because I love his attitude. I love his attitude day to day, but I still think that Luka can get a bit... Like you, Jokic at his worst loses sight of who the opponent is, and he switches his fury oh, towards the I refs. Oh, I see, I and see, I see. I think Luca can get distracted from concentrated focus, tight shit basketball at the this. cost of both proving a point as a scorer to the refs and his defender. I, I agree with this, and it is a real part for both Jokic. I mean, Jokic, look, Jokic got text yelling at referees yeah, yeah, in this yeah. tournament. Like he's still. You know, on the spectrum of like growing past all of that, Luca, I think you're right, has a little more fire in ways that serves him, and sometimes even better though. Like, Mm. look, man, there's no a top five to me most badass moment in the history of the NBA is him walking off the court saying everybody's tough when they're up, and then proceeding to just drop two masterpieces on Phoenix Suns. Like that, that's one of the most badass things, and he has a lot of that. But you're right. But I actually set you up for an alley oop that you pulled out for a three. Yeah, we got. I'll, I'll go again. 
But Luca was not the best player in that game. No, it was our guy Panicka. There we go. Is... Finally, we arrived at the greatest part. <laughs> first team, my guy. When did I dish our guys out this week from Eurobasket? He He's has to first be. team, your guy. He's my guy, man. He has to be. Because you watched the one game with him, and he was no, like I've, prime I, Michael I Jordan. I watched an irrational amount of Poland uh, this tournament. I was into <laughs> them. I called them dark horses, if you'll remember. But Panik, it was because <laughs> Panik is a baller, and he's such a baller. Not only was he Wait, a, Hooper. Hooper. He's a hooper, man. He's a hooper. That's the third ever, ever triple-double in Eurobasket, and he did it to advance to Poland's first semifinal since, I want to say, 72. So that's a moment. He did it going toe-to-toe with Luka in Slovenia, and he's just really fun to watch. He's also, guys, a Denver Nuggets legend. He was on the 2016 Summer League team. Did you know that? Did you did send that I, to him? Did you send that to oh, him? Oh, I should have. Send it to him. him. Right Wynn, put it in the chat, I think. Yeah. I knew it because I'm a member of our Slack. Yeah, that's how you knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I told you. This guy, this is one of the joys of, of Eurobasket is just discovering these guys that like are also ballers. Maybe they're not NBA caliber. Maybe they are, and it's just, they you know. They just never got the chance. They, just never, they were Tory Craig-esque where like they got good after the draft selection process, and then it was like, do I come over? I'm doing good over here. Um, this is a guy that, for whatever reason, didn't pan out. Did you throw it up on the screen there? I'm uh, sending it to him right Oh, now. you're sending it to him right now. Because uh, apparently he did play for the Denver Nuggets Summer League back in 2016, which I believe is the Jimmer Fredette year. Mm. Um, and we're trying to figure out why we don't remember him or why he didn't shine. If you remember, and it was a bit of a double-edged sword. Jimmer Fredette in that year played with the Nuggets Summer League team and was too good. He had a 50-point game. It might have been 45 points. I don't remember. But it was like he was too good for Summer League. And... You get into a game and one guy has 20 points in one quarter and you're like, well, we better keep feeding him. And it's like, yeah. why? We know who Jimmer Fredette is. We want to find out who Wancho and Jamal are. And, and apparently, Panitka, we needed more reps for Panitka, but how could you take Jimmer off the court? He's just dominating. Anyway, look at him. There he is. This guy right there. Eric, when you look at this guy, what do you see? Cold-blooded assassin, Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, he looks like a young Eric Weedham. Yeah, <laughs> that looks like uh, that looks like a guy who has a soccer game later on in the day. He's gonna eat some orange slices to uh, oh, fuel up. So many orange slices. Such a killer, though. Apparently, I mean, like, I, I, did he even play against Serbia? It's funny, but like, I didn't even like really. He, he pay... did not have a good game. I, mean, I don't. We didn't, this is this is the craziest Poland, thing yeah. about single elimination tournaments. Yeah, it's like so you have true. guys that show up, you're like. I mean, we had the Yaramash, the Yaramash game, game against Greece where you're like, this is the greatest player that's never played. Like, we what, thought he what was are we so doing? good. And then he just like sank back down. I mean, I, I have a feeling, we'll see, I mean, if this guy can, can pull it off again. But like you can get you can become a hero in one game and just absolutely go off. It's so, like the dynamic is so interesting. I this guy's actually good though. I, yeah. For the record, he's actually like one of their good players. But you're right. I didn't notice. I don't recall him from the Serbia, Serbia game. murdered Poland. Serbia murdered everybody except for uh, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. Seeing So what happens? Luka's out. He gets eliminated. There was a small part, just rewinding a little bit. Sir, uh, Slovenia down four with like three minutes to go when Luka fouled out. And there was a little part of me that was like, if Vlako carries him to oh, a win here. Oh, <laughs> but it didn't. I mean, I mean there, there's limitations so to how good Vlako can be. Um, no Luka. No Jokic, no Giannis in the Euro Basket Final Four. I will say, so I put this out there and I and I ended my tweet with bummer because I think to any rational person, watching those guys play is a lot of fun. Yes. Of course. And not having them as that. You would not know that from the mentions. Yeah, Many yeah. of which I had to translate, which were like silly Americans. I love that. Don't realize love, that oh. actually Poland, way more fun to watch than Luka, Giannis, and Jokic. <laughs> and it's like, guys, get bent, man. Like there is a part of this of they're like, oh, you just don't appreciate the team. I do. Anybody that's followed me, like, oh, you don't like Euro basket for your best. I do. I enjoy it. Guess what would make it better? If those teams yeah. played well enough to advance. I'm not saying they should or this or that. I'm just saying it's more fun if Jokic is there, if Giannis is there, and Luka. Didn't happen. It's a bummer. I'm still into it, though. I love that half second where you wait for the translate to process, and you're like, was this a compliment or an insult? Oh, like, they were. Yeah. Yeah. After, like, uh, two of those, uh, I was yeah. like, they're going to all they're be insults. insults. They're okay. all insults. They're all insults here. That's a crazy. I mean, this is the, the danger of insular thinking is that it goes every way. Thinking that the NBA is the best. Or right, 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 right. Is, I mean, like, there are universal truths that are, there are the best players in the world that right. are that are dominant in Eurobasket, that are dominant in the World Cup, that are dominant in the NBA. Those are three of the best players in the world. There are right. players that are dominant in Eurobasket that cannot sniff an NBA lineup right. for one reason or another. But So it's like wanting to see the undeniable best players in the world. This should not be a controversial right. thing. No, no. And it'd be better. They are the best players in the world. And the tournament would be better uh, with them in it, but there is a fun little 
like layer of irony to it. Just in that we build this to ourselves as a big tournament because those three guys were in it. Right. The right, big right. NBA cream of the crop superstars. And we found along the way that the tournament was enjoyable for myriad other reasons. Now they're out. So our little hipster, let's be Euro basket guys stuff. That's really put to the test because it's not about. I'm still in though. I'm st- that's my point. Oh, I, I haven't watched the game since that. The- <laughs> that's I'm my- so out. I'm, I'm still in and I'm because there's so much to enjoy without them. So, you know, the depth of, of this being a global game is shining in this tournament, but not in the way we initially thought it would. We're seeing that middle of the pack just be substantially better than maybe we gave them credit for, along with the fact that single elimination is just a chaos conduit. Yeah. Total chaos. Yeah. yeah. Total. And it is fun. And like when we have this new tournament coming to the NBA, it does make you think like, I'm telling you, I don't think the NBA is going to lean into it. I'm so worried. Players are rolling their eyes and this or that. And I'm kind of like, I don't know, a sim, a, a single elimination tournament in the middle of the year that has some weight, but not the ultimate weight to me is like, that could be fun as hell. What? If but if it's done right and if right. people commit to it, I just don't think they. What it, is the neither out- of those will be true? What is the outcome? I, I don't feel like I've heard the resolution of what this. I, well, I mean, because it's not official yet, so I don't okay. know like like what it is. But it's somehow like replacing some regular season games. It's, it's kind of weird how it's going to work out this way. But nonetheless, like you know, European leagues do have these where there's like a, a tournament in the middle that's not course, the so. ultimate one, but it's like a little side cup. It's like. You, who won the NBA championship going forward, it might be who won the championship that year. Well, the big one was this, and then the little one was this. And, you know, the big one will still be 10 times more important than the little one. But I, my hope is that this little one actually does mean something. And that it's like, hey, it would be cool to be able to say you won all these different trophies or what have you. And making it single elimination does give it this added element of... They're all game sevens. Like we always wonder. Right, some right. players are good in regular season, but not playoffs. Some people are good in playoffs when you're up, but not down. And some people are great when you're down and in game seven. And this tournament gives you a little taste of what's it like. What what kind of players like? Um, who's the guy? Uh, who's the little guy from uh, Orlando? <laughs> Irrational confidence point guard. Gosh dang it! Oh, Cole like, Anthony. Cole Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Cole Anthony's the type of guy I could totally see having a 40-point game. Oh, no question. It's against the one seed in one of these dumb little tournaments, and you're just like, yeah, Cole Anthony. He's like... I th- oh, I think of Washington, too, right? Like That's a team that's not going to compete for a title. And in a series against the best teams in the league, they lose in seven-game series against most of them. But could Bradley Beal beat you one time, enough times? And is that something that the Wizards base is able to get excited about because there's this air of futility for totally. 98% of the league coming into every season anyway. So I wonder if this can end up being a small bone thrown towards the middling and smaller markets in that a, we get to see your star and so- showcase games in ways we might not, but B um, I also wonder how they're going to handle this in terms of, can you incentivize this in contracts? Right. Yeah. Like we can give you a max contract that no one else can because you're staying with us. And also, if you win the middle of the season, Ooh, I like it. We give you even more. I love that to build it into incentives. Yeah, Maybe just, that's the, the key. So the, the Carl Anthony Townses of the world and stuff. Just one more reason to stay in Minnesota. Well, also, Blanco makes a good point here. There's NCAA conference tournaments, which are cool, yep. right? So that's before right. the thing, and they actually do matter. They don't matter as much. As the NCAA oh, Final Four. You're talking about when the CSU won the Paradise Jam? <laughs> well, Paradise Jam is a separate one. Like, that one I think is even less. That's even below. Okay, well, that's not it's, the way. I'm saying, the Ma- I'm saying more the Mountain him. West tournament. It's like, if you yeah, went the yeah. Mountain West, that's a big achievement for the year. It's like, Where hey. the Mountain West who get Paradise Jam? Paradise Jam, though, that was the Still one. talking about it. <laughs> that one really got that. you. I love that. Nobody even knows what that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Google it. <laughs> if, you, if you're not going to be in one of the prestigious tournaments, you might as well do Paradise Jam. You know, some guys used to go to, like, Fairbanks. Right, right. January, and, and like, it's like, man, can you imagine if it's like, are we going to Paradise Jam? No, Fairbanks. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, like I didn't hear that right. I thought yeah. we were going to the Bahamas. I thought, yeah, 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 not the Bahamas, huh? Okay. Shit. Okay. Um, so anyway, true. I like this idea. And here's the one thing I'll come back to because I can tell you right now, LeBron James is going to half-ass that tournament. Talk about how oh dumb it is. Sure, or sure. Maybe even that fake an injury. But here's the one thing: I don't know this for a fact. If Michael Jordan was playing, if this tournament was existed in 1992. I would bet money that Michael Jordan would be like, I'm winning that mother effer. No kidding. <laughs> Man, I really hope the narrative turns from, are we concerned enough about LeBron James's health to, <laughs> right. are we concerned about the NBA being a good product? product? Yeah. Like, we don't care about LeBron. Don't play them. Right. Right. Like, uh, there's too many games. 
Don't play. Well, that's what I love about this, though. This is a wrinkle of the NBA season that's not for the 1% inherently or necessarily. And, and not just the players, but the teams in terms of contendership and, and all of that. All right. Well, we just shed some love on Eurobasket. We said shed some love oh, on man, Chucky, lovers our guy Chucky. Dude, I'm, uh, my, my heart is swelling. I think love. it's time for us to uh, transition to some hate. Let's oh, hate into our hearts. Oh, let's go. Uh, but first, a little bit more love for our friends at Ivaca TV, who have shown us so much love. They've shown us so much kindness. They helped us do that little. I guess remember when we went to Serbia? No. Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, just Eric, that whole week is just erased, uh, <laughs> lost in the fog. We had a great time, and we were there courtesy of our friends at Ivaca TV, who they want you at home to, to see us doing Dude, things they, like they that. they actually are our friends. They are our friends. Like, we they actually that. want success for us. They want to see us succeed. They want you to see us succeed. They want you to see us do cool things like go to Serbia, watch our our cool uh, projects like this Serbia project we're working on now. And they want you first and foremost to be able to see your favorite teams. So that's why they're giving Colorado sports fans $10 off for the first three months uh, of a contract that's going to get your Colorado Avalanche, your Denver Nuggets, your favorite teams back on your on your TV all in Crystal HD. To score this deal, you go to evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. It's only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. But remember, Colorado sports fans, they're getting $10 off per month for the first three months. No contracts, no catches. Evaca TV is made for champions of watching sports. I know, like, think about having like a Netflix account. Like, you watch whatever, there's like something everyone's talking about. You watch it like intermittently. But this is like having like a Netflix account for sports. Oh, that's really that's a great way to put it. It's like I mean, there's other and my channels. hope is to make it even more so that like honestly, yeah. I want this documentary to slap so hard that it's like, hey, five documentaries a year, let's do totally. this. Totally, but it's like you know, I mean, it's like if you would pay ten twenty five bucks a month to make sure you have all your sports, like yes, that's all I watch anyway. Well, and for Colorado sports fans, you can just put all of your experience in one place. You watch the game live on yes. Ivaca TV, and if you're sitting there thinking that was fun, I don't want to go to bed. You come out, you hang with us on the DNVR channel. You're up on a you're it's, it's a Sunday. You're bored. You fire up the Serbia doc just to kill a couple hours and learn some cool things. So make the Denver sports experience in one house and put Ivaca TV. In your house. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Dude. Uh, DraftKings TV so is uh, America's top rated. DraftKings TV. DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top rated sportsbook. They're also, also official sports betting partners of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game. They're going to get $200, 200 in free bets instant law. Also, you don't have to be a new customer to get sweet promotions from DraftKings. Right now, everyone can experience the thrill of the early win promotion. This is one of those no-brainers you should get in on, in my opinion. It's simple. If you bet on a team to win and they go up by seven at any point, you win, even if they lose. So Show download. us your win. We always love when you win, when you win with us, too, man. Yeah. Tag us. Tag and us. Tag DraftKings so they know that we're, we're doing good. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and then just say, like, hey, DraftKings, love your product. I only use it because of DNVR Nuggets. Oh, man. So as many of those screenshots as we – anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsback app right now. Use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See those show notes for more details. Oso Blanco's on fire in the chat today. I don't know if you guys, he has this great idea. I mean, we need to, can we hire him as a producer here at the end? You can hire my job. This. Oso Blanco, he says, I want Ivaka to start a cartoon, a carton, a carton. I think he means cartoon, called The Smuggets, where the characters overcome nug life in every episode and learn life lessons. I think awesome. it's, I actually think that's called the DNVR Nuggets podcast. That is, I want us to treat it like <laughs> it the, is, to, be, to really just be like the Smurfs though, where the word smugget has... Unlimited number of uh, definitions. They could just use it all. You just time. paint me blue. You're halfway yeah, there. You're like, oh, <laughs> we smug it our way. <laughs> I went as a smurf. Are smurfs that small though? I they, mean, I guess oh, they're three apples on. high. Three I'm, apples. Even high. I'm bigger. Three apples. I, high. I went as a smurf for Halloween, and I was looking for uh, the body paint, and I found one called Smurf Blue. I thought, oh, this will work. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, I looked the part for sure. I love that. Anyway, we're back. Um. All right. You guys ready to go to the haters ball? Are we Whoa. ready? Let's Hang go. On. I have to turn my hat. Back yeah, on. yeah. Send us to the haters ball. There we are. Oh my goodness. Rally caps on. Let's get this going. You guys, we like Eurobasket. Yeah. I might go as far as to say I love Eurobasket. <laughs> I'm a Eurobasketsman now and will be for the foreseeable future. Maybe forever. But there's some things about it that I hate. 
<laughs> Absolutely despised. Ah, it's time to ourselves. Smash. So if you're new to the haters ball, we are going to rank everything on a scale of one to ten. One being we we hate it. We hate it. Ten being we absolutely love it. For example, Nikola Jokic. Ten. Ten. Absolute. Absolute ten. Um, man, who could we really? The Los Angeles Lakers. That's one. a one. That's a one. Dude, that's that's a one. no, no, no. That's a negative one. That's a negative one. I mean, the scale only goes zero. so low. So now there might be some things on this list that you absolutely love, and some things that you absolutely hate. I want your honest answers here, and in the chat, you guys can play along with us. We're going to start with the final four teams. I'm going to start with Team Poland. Yeah, Team Poland. One. Wait, you ha- you hate Poland? Wait, ten. Sorry, I, I messed up the rules already. Wait, ten. no, you got it right. Nope, you got it wrong. Ten is love. Yeah, ten is love. We'll do it live. I love Poland. You love Poland. Ten. Make it Man, a that's ni- Serbia make, is a ten. Aren't make it they? a nine for Panitka. Make it a nine. A nine. That's, that's a lot of love for Poland, man. I don't. I, know, I don't mean right? like I. I thought you were gonna that's come in hot, much. but not that hot. I'm a Cinderella tournament kind of guy. You know? Oh man, Ugh. man, I'm like a five. I don't care. You're like totally neutral. Like, I, I just feel like they got there, but like I just watching the way that Serbia dispensed them. Like I don't believe. I believe that they are benefactors of uh, circumstance. Like. I, I just, I, whatever. I, I don't hate them. I don't love them. I, I listen, the, the Cinderella story of uh, Panitka, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> five. Uh, you get a five, Paul. I'm going to go six and a half. I liked, I, they were a five to me too. Like, I, just, I don't care at all about them until I saw Panitka in that last game. They did beat Slovenia, who is who I was going for in that game. I was rooting for Slovenia, but at the end of the day, they did win me over with their grit. Actually, it was just Panitka. I didn't like anybody else on the team. Yeah, six and true. a half. Yeah. Um, Spain. Ooh. Team Spain, Eric. This, okay, Team Spain. Billy Hernan Gomez, even though he spells it with a W. <sighs> so team Wancho. So I feel like, are, are we taking into consideration historical feelings about not only the team, the place. This is yours. The <laughs> culture. I, all, whatever it is politics. that you use to bring into Team Spain. <sighs> so there Rudy some, Fernandez was on the team. I know. Still somehow. He's like my age. <sighs> I'm I'm considering Rafa Nadal somehow. I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> all of the Spanish nationals are coming into play here. How do uh, I, I enjoy my, my, into my, my time in Barcelona, which was delightful. Oh, it's a great city. Iberic and ham, delicious. Uh, 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 Spain with the, the oh my gosh, Juancho, Bo Cruz. Do I still love them? I mean, I'm going to give them a seven. What about the Spanish American War? Have you factored? <laughs> Have you factored that in at all That's, yet? I, there's a lot of factors here. Like I. I I'm gonna. Hemingway I, I feel, wrote glowingly. I feel positively about Spain. I'm going to say seven uh, because he likes ham and cheese sandwiches. I have no idea what he's going to. Has to I meant the. T- I said Spain's <laughs> national basketball he's team. The These country. things do come into it, though. I guess in some capacity. <laughs> Spanish rice. Oh. But the thing is, is that the, the conquistadors. Oh my great. god, the conquistadors! I'm gonna go. All right, he went seven. <laughs> Even with conquistadors, he went seven. <laughs> Poland five. Pop de Leon. I mean, <laughs> so I kind of think so like they're they're the big brand of Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're they're kind of like just in terms of success. The way we talk about the Yankees or, or the Lakers, like they're kind of the evil empire. Probably not who? the not the operative choice who, of words who? for a European tournament, but oh, in no, the no, Euro just, basket, just Spain, like because they, they're good. Because they win all the time. Because they're always going through. Because they're an institution. Okay. Maybe they're more like the Spurs, you could say. But So I think people are sick of them. And I get that. I'm going to say five. Because I, half of me hates them. Half of me appreciates how well coached they are. How well they perform. How well they execute. Because they're good for a reason. And it's not just you know, player X, Y, Z. I'm going to lose a lot of love for oh, my boy. Serbian followers here. I'm an eight. eight. I so appreciate I them. Seven. You're <laughs> right about them being, but I don't see them as the evil empire. Of course, I'm not emotionally connected to these things. What I see them as, as the last 20 <laughs> years, the last 20 years, they, they do it right. When I watch what I the love Spanish flu, Gosh dang it, the Spanish flu. Not factoring any of that. For me, I like, I'm talking basketball. I like, what I like is they had a generation of great players come through and a new culture and they've somehow found a way to like copy that. And now they have a new generation that plays very similar to them. I appreciate that. I love it. And for me, when I think about these things, that's what a legacy is. When you're able to hand it off to the next generation, I see them doing that. I give them an eight. Uh, Germany. 
Team Ooh. Germany. Here's Please what, let's not factor here's historical what I, yeah, right. We're going to leave historical everything out on this one. Here's what I love about international tournaments, and I learned about this the first time through watching the World Soccer Cup. And you see the you just see the way that different nations approach a game. Like, the World Soccer Cup. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> soccer lover. Yeah, yeah, just cringe so hard. I don't care. That. This is for America. This is an American show. Um, so the point being, like, you see the like a personality of a nation come through the way that they play a sport. Like when you watch the Germans play, they're very technical. They're very like the way that they play is okay. like very mechanical, very technical. And some of this creeps over into their, the way that they play basketball as well. Like yeah. I personally prefer, like prefer like the way that Brazil plays soccer, football. Yeah. Like, it's like fun, with a little, flashy. Panache, yeah, like, the, the, this is like, it's a dance. Yes, the way that there's the, a lot of the way that Germany plays basketball is, is kind of the same. It's a little bit robotic. It's like they have um, you know tactics. That is this they high use. or low then for you? Is this good or bad? I'm just talking it through right now. I think that I, on the whole, like I appreciate the German engineering side of the world, but like it's it's a little boring to me. I'm gonna go a four. I, I feel less. <laughs> Eric is going so deep. He's never gone <laughs> but, these deep. But before. he's not gonna touch the big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. Um, <laughs> they did beat Brazil a lot. Well, was it seven nothing? Yeah, yeah. Seven one. That's All right. right. We gotta go. Yeah, we they, got, we gotta go quicker, guys. Prison. We are only three through a uh, twelve haters ball thing, and we're halfway through our time. Little known fact, known only to those who have ever seen my last name. I'm German. I'm oh, sending it. I'm giving him an eight point five. Eight point five. Just because of your own heritage, and because they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. This way, I'm they're giving good at them, basketball. I'm giving them a seven. I'm giving them a seven. Franz Wagner, one of the darlings for me of this tournament. He's been incredible. Um, he, the, the, their team is fun to watch mostly because of him. Dennis Schroeder, who I don't even like, I don't is like, like so fast and so good in this in this one. I just. I don't know. I'm with it. Then there's Daniel Tice. Weighs it down a little. Weighs it down a little. I'm not the biggest Daniel Tice fan. Is it because he played for Boston so much? Probably. I don't know. Uh, He gets weighed down. Oh. Oh, France. Flo. 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 Plug Plug your ears. ears. (laughs) Plug your ears. France. They feature Rudy Gobert. Yeah. They feature Fournier, who I like very much. They've got Gershon Yabusele, first team all ass. Where are we going, vote? (laughs) First team all ass. (laughs) Giving them a one. Oh, we hate them. Hey, 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 I don't like France. Now, before you take that personally, it's only because of your culture. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Um, I don't like. Everybody says Paris is is like everybody's rude. I went there. I met the nicest people. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Uh, I actually I didn't experience French rudeness. Everyone's either. like, oh, every waiter once you come in and they find out you're American, which well, is immediately they're gonna be like this, and, that. and everybody was like, so like, oh, Eric, good to meet well, you. Eric, just a note for you there from the Oso Blanco. They did give us the statue. And yeah, factor that oh, into yeah. your rating here. All right, okay. Dude, Where'd you go? Fire. Oh, so you're one. Yeah. <laughs> it starts and stops with it's, one factor. It's so true. And one factor it's alone. so true. Same for me. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, 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 Rudy oh, Gobert. I'll give him a two. Just like, can't come around Rudy Gobert. All right, here's a question. Because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one as well. I just can't root for them. I have to have an enemy in life, and they're my enemy. But let me. And it is all Gobert. It's nothing. nothing it's absolutely no other Rudy part Gobert. of them. <laughs> By the way, I think France. Again, I told you we'll have Detchi fall on the show pretty pretty soon here, and he believes France is going to be a powerhouse for years, decades to come because of their what they have going on, which is very interesting. Let me ask you this: FIBA Gobert. Or NBA Gobert, both are drowning. You can save one. Are you saving FIBA Gobert or NBA Gobert? Oh, oh I'm saving NBA Gobert. You're saving NBA Gobert because Gobert is like the top Gobert. Yeah, because because I get to watch then Jokic cook NBA Gobert every time they match up. No greater joy than watching Jokic cook Gobert. All right, next one. Italian coach Gianmarco Pizzetto. <laughs> Italian coach Gianmarco Buckle Pizzetto. up, Serbia. Buckle up. Because I love this. I do too! I do too! It's the worst! Oh, man. I love him. Even I though bought, he clowned. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I did. Uh, what he's I'm picking up what he's putting down. Me <laughs> too. Batshit insanity. It's a, in it's the, a packaged in the funnest way. It's a nine. Oh, nine. A nine That's dude. a little high for me. Dude, I'm like Eight. a four. I'm a four on this. Guy. You're not feeling the it. The theatrics, <laughs> like, like when he was crying on the way out, I was like, 
bro, like you can be a little less Italian. You don't have to be, you don't have to go full throat Italian at every opportunity. Everybody's either going to be a 10 or a one on this one. I love it. There's no in between. Yeah, no, this is the haters ball, dude. There's no shades of gray in the haters ball. I'm going seven and a half, which is a remarkable score. Like this is, there's, it's a razor's edge, this like. He goes one degree too far. He's a zero to me. He's yeah, a one to me. That's right. But for some reason, I found it like hilarious. Like I love characters. He reminds me of a like, Doug Moe or something. Where like, but he was like your child getting ejected from a game. Like, <laughs> thanks the refs. When he like, went to hug Fontecchio after he bricked the free throws, and Fontecchio's like, "Dude, get off of me!" <laughs> he jumps on Giannis. I was like, "Dude, go away." He's he's the worst in the best way though. So yeah. I had to go high. I'm sorry. So I apologize. It was a treat. We've just used up all treat. of our Serbian cred. We are no. We're no. Oh, I'm not. Welcome. I'm still in. Dude. No, I am no welcome. I am Queens Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. FIBA <laughs> officials. <laughs> Three. Really? I dude. I am back and forth on this because yeah, I really appreciate that they don't call a lot of things, yes. and then sometimes they don't call things. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they just let it go, man. I, I like it. So I, God, it is tough because free throws are the bane of NBA existence. But then also sometimes it's like what helps the games be more, I don't know, even. So, oh, this is tough. This is tough. Giving love to an official feels like. It does feel wrong. It feels like very blue line. It feels like being. (laughs) I feel like I just have to be a five. Like you just have to be a five. You have to uh, appreciate, Uh, respect, but not give too much love. Protect the thin black and white (laughs) lines. I'm going to tell you I'm a six, which is a positive score, slightly positive. Here's the thing. I feel like if I watched them all the time, I would hate them. Yeah. I would absolutely hate oh, them. Oh, totally. You, you know how you have a friend or you know somebody you know in your life where you're like, you see them once every five years. Great weekend. Yeah. Family reunion or something. You're like, but if, the, but if you're, you're like, if I was around that guy every day, like, I'd be like, I would hate this life, dude. Yeah. That's how the officials are to me. <sighs> they're mean? hilarious. I think they're a little bit corrupt. They're but so they also like will mock you for things. We call, They called a, a freaking technical for legitimately called a technical on Italy for flopping. It actually cost them the game. And it's like, don't flop in the final minute and a half, man. Yeah. Just don't do it. I actually love that they call out flops. And they don't even just call it out. They'll mock you as they call it out. Huh, get up. Oh, then they go oh, like this. Get up. Yeah, like they'll like do this to you as you're just like, oh, man. Yeah, like, oh, you little child. But I do think what we like are some of the rules. I think what we like is some of the structure. Yeah. I think some of the calls these refs have made are yeah, horrible. There's some really bad ones. We've seen some there are terrible, horrible, horrible calls. calls. I terrible do calls. like, I do like, oh, I don't know if this is on your sheet, the refs being mic'd up. Do you have that on there? No. This is part of it. It's going to be part of it. I like that part a lot. Ooh. I liked I liked him just oh, like, man. kind of barking back at the Also broken room. English. Like, oh, yeah. You, you have like a Polish guy, an Italian guy, and then a, a Czech official, right. and they're yeah. all speaking broken English to each other. And they're, and they're all like, upset is... at each other. Yeah. <laughs> just like your hilarious. player. This is joke. You are joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, Lowry Markkinen. Oh. No, I mean, come on. I, if you asked me this three weeks ago, five, I have no takes on Lowry Markkinen, other than he dunked on Jokic, so 4.8. But it's changed. Eric? Lowry Markkinen. I cannot abandon the thoughts I have in my head about pre-Eurobasket Lowry Market. They were bad? They were... I mean, he actually... Uh, dunked over Jokic. Yeah, really hard. Really, the hardest he's ever been postered is by Lowry freaking marketing. Yeah, he <laughs> he gave us the sauce in a game. He beat the Denver Nuggets sure almost single-handedly. Um, he's been impressive in Eurobasket. I'm going to give Lowry marketing. <laughs> A three. You suck, Lowry Markkinen. I don't care about you, Euro Basket. All right, vote. I was going to give him an eight, but I liked Eric's answer. <laughs> I think I'm pro Lowry Markkinen. You're pro Lowry. He looks like a child. He's the most baby faced player in all of the NBA. It's not talked about. Actually, you know what he looks like? He looks like a Roman statue. Oh, the, the, he the does. curly hair. Not a finished statue. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a statue. Not a finished statue. He looks Roman. Um, He's a good player, man. What I like is when players who are kind of like, look, I think Larry Markkinen's like how he's viewed by an American NBA only audience is kind of dorky, kind of nerdy. Oh, that's he got a three over here. Yeah, and then yeah, he got a three. But then you see him like cross guys over, step yeah. back in the clutch, and like talk a little trash on the way out. And you're like, a little mamba mentality yeah. for Larry. This, I never saw this coming. This yeah. this is the thing where you watch a bum on the NBA court and you're like, this guy is terrible. What a bum. And is then, he a bum though? This is but this saying. is the point is that then you see them 
at their high school where they're just right, crossing right, fools yeah. up. Like That's a good point. every single player is that good if given the right circumstances. This is the ultimate Smush Marker. Smush Parker is the ultimate guy. Smush Parker overcame like homelessness and everything else. He was a street ball legend in New York. And if you would have cut his story off at a certain time, yeah. he would have been like the most famous. Yeah. You know, like, oh man, that's a legend. Yeah. You go to Rucker Park and play against yeah. Smush Parker and you were going to get embarrassed. And all we know him is like, oh, that dork that Kobe made that fun Kobe of. Kobe like, used as the punchline of like why his Every joke. Was... And it's weird. Like Larry Markin's a little bit that. I will say this. Larry Markin played for the Chicago Bulls when yes. they were absolutely a horribly ran franchise, which yes. is still currently ongoing. And then he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers yes. and actually shined. I don't know. He might be good. No, I'm he's, just saying he's good. He's second good. draft. He might be one of those second draft guys that were like, he's going to end up being just a good player for years to come. And he is good. I mean, I, I hope that the three that I gave him doesn't weigh him down mentally, but I'm only going to give him a six and a half. Cause I think he's good, but I actually just, I'm not that into him. He's a um, and he's at Utah now. And it's like, uh, yeah, he's at Utah. Yeah. He's a two. <laughs> Mark him down. Yeah. Two. Is he, is he not going to be like perfect Utah player? Are they going to love him? Oh my oh, God. God. They're they're gonna love him. He's going to um, Franz Wagner. Actually, we already did Germany. I can just, we will skip him. We got to keep moving. <laughs> he's great. We love him. All right. <laughs> I, I really do love him. Like he's like he's one of my guys now. I can't believe it. I would have given him an eight. Uh, foreign players representing national teams. Mm, it's a like a one. Oh, I, you mean like uh, Lorenzo Brown? Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I should have docked Spain for this. I actually should have docked him for. I'm blowing him to a seven. <sighs> Man. This is interesting, is it not? It's not that interesting to me. Well, I mean, to like, me, it's black and white. Is it? Well, sometimes there. I mean, there are. Well, okay. I get. Can you imagine if Team USA added Joel Embiid? Can you just imagine if we were like, yeah, no, uh, he plays in the U.S. Ergo, we'll give him a U.S. citizenship so he can play for us. It would be like, huh? That's great. You make you raise a very interesting point. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it raises a really interesting point. I, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, I kind of like Damn the it. idea that you could just use every tool in your in your quiver to field the best team. Nobody else seems to like it. I'm going to go the opposite direction. I think it's a. I think it's a, a ten. It's the greatest. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it. Whatever the <laughs> Shane ex, the extra Shane here. <laughs> You know, what, what yeah, we tried right. to draw it's, with the comps to right. college basketball and what makes this special and the feeling of community and, and the representation between right. the team right. and the fans. And it's obviously diluted by this inclusion. There are exceptions, you know what I mean? Like Tyler Dorsey looks like a sellsword. Tyler Dorsey, he's just Greek. His, I think it's his grandfather's I Greek. Um, and so that's cool. But they're, they're, but it's also like, is Giannis Greek? Like AJ Slaughter, is he Polish? It, I don't, it, that's I don't an know. interesting question to me because yeah. even if you ask Giannis, he says, "No, I'm Nigerian." Yes, like right. everything about us is Nigerian. But I, at least that one I understand. Like, come on, at least Greece there, yeah. was right. still a home for you. You know what, what, yeah, what yeah, have yeah. you? So I get it. I just am so against this because the more I get into obviously studying Serbian slash Yugoslavian history and even Spanish teams and everything else, I'm like, I think it's cool that there is this the way culture intertwines with your style of basketball and your history of basketball. <laughs> And you lose that when you just start hiring sellswords. And so I'm I'm very, very against it. Uh, I would give it a one. I, have, I actually hate it. Hate I it. wish that we made a rule that it can no longer happen, under except oh. for under very narrow circumstances. The hate corner <laughs> was us giving good grades to everything except France. <laughs> <laughs> We're full of hey, love. Hey, we hate Gobert. I don't know what you want me to tell you. We hate uh, him. And we told you at the beginning to plug your ears, Flo. My, my last one. My last one here. The Finnish coach's outfit. You guys notice this? Yeah. I coach in Finland. I gave you a Very couple, unique yeah, yeah. style. Most people, they go suit or maybe they go polo, you know, team polo. Uh, do you have it here? Oh. Form-fitting tight t-shirts. Yo. Look at this guy. I mean, all of them. <laughs> tight t-shirts. He looks oh, like he's eight years old. Watch. He actually looks like... Dude, he looks, like, he looks like an AI. If, if I, you know, those new AIs where you give it a prompt and it draws something. If I was like a Finnish sports coach, <laughs> uh, he looks like guy. a designer. He's the designer. He does look of, like a designer of the Finnish success. I. He looks like Steve Jobs. This guy has a lot of design takes. Yeah. Interesting. He, he would really be very critical of some of your work. Uh, he would, but in ways that you appreciate, you're like, wow. He's no, right. he's a. You know what? This guy. The, he's a designer that like re relies heavily on a grid. And thinks okay. it's like a revelation. There's nothing less interesting to yeah, me than I a know. designer that relies on a grid and like loves Helvetica. You're like, congratulations. Dude, like, this joke is This flying. is so niche. That's I'm the sure most you nailed it. Our one buddy that's the designer of, of the Joker can is like, 
loses hit the mind. like button immediately <laughs> when he heard that one. But that's that guy. So I, I like can relate to him, but like we can't hang out. So how do you grade his outfit, his wardrobe? His wardrobe? I mean, as, as his style. Sport, his, uh, his, knowing that he's, I think it's inappropriate for the wow. setting. I like it in a bubble, but in the setting, I find it to be a two. I feel like there's too much personal baggage. Derek's take on what the hell is the haters guy? You're right. What is it? I think uh, <laughs> Eric's killing me. So, yeah, seven, seven. I'll give it a seven. He he looks look much like the Italian coach. Well, we like to avoid stereotypes. We also love when they come v- v- right to life in very vivid fashion. And so he looks just the way I expected he would. And that's that's always good with me. Nobody ever noticed this. Nobody ever noticed it. But have you ever noticed my wardrobe? Plain, plain. Do you know what? Plain yeah, you t-shirts. Start- yeah, this guy wears nothing. There's no print. There's no logo. There's no nothing. He's just wearing a form-fitting plain shirt. How did I you absolutely start that love it. Up. Ten. I'm giving it a ten. How he did you start that style. sentence up? No one noticed it. Yeah, that's exactly. You know why? You don't pay attention. You don't pay attention. You know what it is? My my personality is the thing I want you focused on. Mm. Oh my god! I'm, I'm just I'm providing so you. I'm too. providing you a blank canvas. Okay, the so that's why. So personal the, style. So the the three that you receive is based purely <laughs> off the personality. <laughs> yeah. Clothes do not make the man. I approve of it. I think it's a great outfit. I love it. Only he could pull it off. Most coaches would look terrible in that look. But you I know mean, what? listen. I get, I, I get my it. guy's like, in great shape. Yeah, like you look at uh, that, that is what you expect from a like a Scandinavian esque Mervin's esque outfit. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it. I still get it. to me. It's like, come on, bro. You're you're a sports coach. On the other side, we are going to keep this going, guys, with a game of Do You Approve, which is basically just the haters' ball yep. continues. No, I can't <laughs> wait. Dude, our games with are some weird ones though. Some very weird ones. Our game is the Taco Bell menu. Our show. It's just the same three ingredients. That's reshuffled so around every. So oh, right. Do you guys want to know something real cool about Breckenridge Brewery? Oh man, tell me. They've got a birthday coming up. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been Breck brewing it up lately. You really? It? Avalanche Ambers. Well, real as qu- I call the Colorado beer. Well, in my can... opinion, the quintessential Colorado beer. And do you know when it is best to drink an Avalanche Amber? When's that, Adam? In fall. In fall. When you wake up and there's just a little dew. On the uh, on the grass. Oh boy! Do you guys know what I'm you talking about? You can get Breck brews for four dollars at the DNVR bars on Fridays from four to six. When the clouds uh, are so you low, you got to be a part of the Friday the beers club. No at, Friday afternoon club. Oh, thank F-A-C, you. Friday F-A-C. afternoon. FAC. How do you become a member of that club, Eric? You show up. You show up, and you have a Breck brew for four dollars. Also, Breck brew is thirty-two years young, and to celebrate, they're throwing a weekend long hootenanny, which is real nice because I like to say hootenanny. Kick off the fall with live music, food, and beer, of course. Plus games on October uh, 8th and 9th at their Littleton location. They've got national acts like the Spin Doctors, if you want to do this ad read, oh, and no, local don't, favorites, don't, don't, Railroad don't, don't, don't. Earth Rockin' Out. So stay tuned to everything DNVR for Hootenie giveaways leading up to October 8th. Check out the Hootenie. link in the description. Uh, Hootenanny. <laughs> Check out the link in the description or breckbrew.com for more details on tickets and artist lineups. I wonder if you said how much you love saying it. You just butchered it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> One time I was in a car accident, guys. I was on my way to Portland to cover the Trailblazers playoff series, my first playoff series on the road. I remember that. And then someone hit me with their car. It was really tough. I had to go to the hospital, and I was scared, and there was no one with me. And this hospital, which I won't name, they didn't even check me, guys. They didn't do any tests. They left me on my own. They discharged me. And I sure wish at the time that I could have talked to or had someone in my corner like the folks at wait, wait, Travis. Wait, 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 wait. I was there for you. At Travis Legal Offices, because Travis Legal Offices understands how hard it is I to was. deal with the aftermath of car collisions and wants to be in your corner fighting for what you deserve. They're family run uh, and they're an experienced Colorado personal injury cases and insurance disputes. Uh, Travis Legal Offices has attorneys who are educated locally at DU and CU law schools and a staff that has more than 35 years of experience in handling personal injury cases. So call Travis Legal legal Offices today, like I should have, at 303-766-8766 for a free consultation on your personal injury matter. One more time. That's 303-766-8766. Or you can reach out 24-7 on the web at travislegaloffices.com. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right, we are back here. Segment three. We're going to play a a game, you guys. We're going to play a game here. And it's called... Do you approve? Okay. Do you approve? This what is are the rules we, of the game? You just have to say if you approve or not. No, okay. we got this. All right. All right. We're going to start with this headline. 
This is coming to us courtesy. Scroll down so I can see the uh, who it's coming from. It's a New York outlet here. Nope, scroll down, not zoom in. Man, yeah, yeah, there it is. First time using a computer. NBC New York, he says, he says, uh, Giselle, I don't even know how to say Giselle Bunchen. Bunchen candidly reveals the sacrifices she made for her husband, Tom Brady, who lost two Super Bowls <laughs> to the New York Jets. Hell yeah, he Do did. Do you approve of this headline? <laughs> yes, I approve. <laughs> Sometimes you have to put a little context to who's being talked about. This is the Tom Brady that lost two Super Bowls to the Giants. This is how you do it in New York. This is Giants fandom on its best. And you know what? It's true. And this is how we, we enjoy Tom Brady headlines, Eric, because he can't hurt us in New York. He can't hurt us anymore, period. Uh, wow. Yeah, no, this is great. Uh, absolutely. You've got to get your shots in where you can. Um, New York down bad in almost every sporting way. It's been tough. <laughs> it's been tough. They have a ton of people, a million sports teams. They all suck. They all are disappointments. So whenever you have a chance to shine some glory on something that happened long ago. Long ago. <laughs> we should be doing this. For, we should have been like Donovan Mitchell, who blew a 3-1 lead to the yes. Nuggets, was traded yes. to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's go- that, that is that. what we're going I'm to do. Gonna we're going to have this going You get that yaya going for That's how all headlines need to be. Henceforth. Um, Kyle Kuzma, you guys, more than just an athlete. I don't know if you guys know this. He's also a supermodel. Oh, God damn it. I don't know if you know this. this. Have you seen this? Yes, I All saw right, this. Go ahead and play it. Yeah, yeah. Roll that beautiful footage. This is none other than Kyle Kuzma at a fashion show, not as a spectator, but as a model himself. No, as a spectacle. As a spectacle. How would you grade this outfit here? How, first of all, actually, how would you grade the walk? Well, first off, he's being put in a bad position. I had to come to any defense of Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, oh, I'm wow, here you come. But somebody is a professional designer of clothing and fashion, and they made that absolute atrocity. That yeah. just, They just sewed coats onto his legs and then made him walk down the uh, yeah. aisle. I mean, like, there's like a... a, a I, I like uh, Project Runway. I Me like too. Any, Big fan. I actually love any show that is focused on creativity under pressure you like to see how people can respond and what they can come up with oftentimes they'll put something down the aisle that you'll be like man that's really stupid but i i understand the thought that went through it that was dumb as fuck with that <laughs> they just sewed coats around like tape. that sucked like whoever designed that is an idiot and a loser i hate that um to put then kyle kuzma as your model another f hey he's tall he is tall. Skinny. He's wearing a, a silvery tank top. This sucks. This looks like something that a child would create if you were allowed allowed him to raid your closet. I think he looks like the rhinos from uh, Robin Hood, the animated one. Do you guys remember how they were dressed? Mm-hmm. No. Well, just like that. Okay. What they look like. I'll file so stupid. Away. So uh, this is a failure through and through. Do you not approve? Um, let me. What are the rules of this game? Again? Yeah. Do you approve? Or do I you do approve? not approve. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't follow that up. I don't. I don't approve. I'm ha- I hope he's happy. I hope he's happy, man. Fashion's about expression. I hope he's not happy. <laughs> I hope he's miserable. <laughs> yes. I hope he's so unfulfilled from that experience. Um. My guy, Dragonfly Jones, one of the... My guy, I've never talked to him in my life, even on Twitter. <laughs> but I do really, really like this guy. Uh, he had a hilarious tweet that I thought summed up the Rob, uh, the Sarver situation. David Stern would have basically said the same thing as Silver. Remember Silver put his foot in his mouth when he was like, said the, the truth? Yeah. And he was like, owners are judged by a different standard because they own the team. He says uh, he would have said the same thing, except he would have flamed the F out of Howard Beck in the process. Of course, there's a different standard for owners. How old are you, Howard? <laughs> Look at little Howie, finally figuring out how the world works. First of all, 1,000% what David Stern yeah. would have done. There's a famous story about David Stern one time during a lockout when uh, Scott Skiles had like raised a, a, a you know like a, a yeah. point or something. And he goes... Well, let's see. On the one side, we have billions of dollars of owners, <laughs> and on the other side, we have Scott freaking Skiles. <laughs> Sit down and shit. Like that's how he handled business, like a yeah. mafia boss. Yeah. And guess what? Giant corporations. These things are murky. They're a little complicated. I thought you guys vote did a good job talking about all the reasons. Like we see this report, and you think, how is this guy not kicked out of the NBA? And the answer is because the NBA can't. Right. You guys re- raised all of the important points. I-, I think about like clearly this guy. I mean. Is it a surprise Robert Sarver's a piece? Like, we've known this for years, right? Like, no. nothing that was in that report was things that we had not heard a hundred times over about Robert Sarver as, like, secondhand stories. And guess what? All of the stuff there corroborated by secondhand stories, but no evidence to get a guy out. So if you try to tell Robert Sarver, get out of here, guess what happens? This goes into an investigation. You go into discovery... And it reminds me, how did John Gruden get fired? Do you remember? Yep. Through finding out uh, 
there was a discovery about the Washington Redskins. That the Washington at the Redskins. time the Redskins. Yeah, but yes. at the time them. So there was a, they were really because when you open up an investigation and you go into discovery because he would counter Sue saying you can't make me sell my team. They would say okay, we need to open up all emails to yeah. and from every owner in the league, and every owner would be like, let's not do that. Oh I don't want God. that to happen because you might end up getting some owner in another city fired for it. So long story short, why didn't they just kick him out? Because they can't. If they had a smoking gun, case closed. Yep. If not, we're gonna have to sue each other. Open up everybody's emails and books, and it's not going to happen. No, we don't so this want is that. the simple part of it. Anyway, this is why I find that so funny, is because there was so much discourse about what should or can or what what happened. It's like, guys, <laughs> this is what David Stern would have said: "Is did none of you know how the world works? Right, right. Did none of you know how this is going?" No, on? we actually had a club of the most ethical billionaires in the world. They're all the owners of these sports <laughs> right, teams, right, very right. conveniently. Right, and right. none of them it? have ever messed up. By the way, it wouldn't have just ended at owners. Like, you open up something like that, and you're getting into coaches, you're getting into scouts, you're getting into players. Like, this would be a grenade that would, would harm the whole league. Right. I, I'm not trying to justify any of it. I'm just trying to tell you how the world works. Right? Yep. This is exactly. why it's going the way that it is. Um, do you, I approve of that tweet. I think it's hilarious. It's a great tweet. The yeah, thing, I, true comedy is when you can describe something sad about the world in a way that just makes you laugh. That's like some of the best comedy. And that's what that one is. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. The world is kind of effed up. <laughs> David Stern knew it, and he was hilarious about it. Um, the Redeem Team documentary. You guys seen this? No. Yeah. Where there's a documentary about the Redeem Team, which for me is one of my all-time favorite teams. I love Team USA when they came back together and played. Kobe, obviously, is one of the big leaders. LeBron James. Um, it's produced by Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Oh, boy. Uh, it's told from the perspective of Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll go first. I don't approve. <laughs> this is a LeBron has never told a good story about himself, and he's told a lot of stories about uh, himself. And I can't wait for this to ruin one of my favorite memories. Oh, man. I mean, this is like the Michael Jordan documentary that Michael Jordan was involved in. LeBron saw it and was like, I got to make one about the redeem. I can't wait to all the stories of the overcoming things I, I that just, they're going to have. I don't really find, I mean, that it was it may have been thrilling to watch in people's favorite teams, but I don't find the story particularly compelling. Yeah, like, what is the story? Like, we blew it, and then so we sent the best players in the world on the same team to pick up the, mop up the mess. And, <laughs> and then, then we still blew it, and then Kobe saved our ass. Yeah, that's that too. the story. That, well, that part, too. I can't uh, wait till LeBron tells it of, like, hey, me and Kobe <laughs> took over down the stretch. Yeah. We combined for the last eight points, he and I. Him eight, me zero. <laughs> it was really great, the two of us. Yeah, that's not, I, what an uninteresting story. Yeah. It's going to be really dead. Everybody's so hyped for it. And it's because everybody's so Who's everybody? I'm telling you, go on the timeline. They're like, oh, fire, flames. And it's just going to be Carmelo. Who also, by the way, Carmelo, also, my least favorite autobiographer of all time is LeBron James. My second least favorite is probably Carmelo Anthony. Those two tell their own story in my least favorite way Dude, any, possible. Any like, uh, prominent basketball player that has grown up in the age of the brand. Yeah, is just like you can't listen to a single thing that they have to I, say. I can't wait to everybody counted us out. <laughs> so you're like, right. <laughs> like no one. That's the whole point is that everyone counted you in, <laughs> and when you guys didn't do it before, like what do you? What the hell? They said USA basketball was dead. <laughs> yeah. like, Wait, what? somebody said Steph Curry can't shoot. <laughs> uh, guys, I don't know if you know this, but oh uh, a oh. while back, Michael Porter Jr., also known as MPJ, MBJ. affectionately called MPJ. Uh, was trying out a new hairstyle. We can go ahead and throw that up there. And he asked people on uh, social media, guys, what, are we feeling this? Are we feeling this to the, which 80 percent said no. This screenshot is unbelievable. He has first of all, he can't ever try the poll thing ever again. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even get polled. <laughs> look at this. Dude. Uh, overwhelming amount of people did not like this throwback to 1999. Oh um, God, and uh, update: Michael Porter Jr. was filmed i think the other day it's kind of unclear because he's posting instagram from I've missouri seen multiple this this and there's a couple other shots of michael porter jr is it lately. from this week though because then he's posting from missouri Man. like i don't get it i don't know this could be from two years ago for all we know okay uh do we nope, that's uh that's kyle my question is do we approve, show the, show the do we approve of the yeah. blonde anyway he went back well my point is Michael Porter went back to his regular hair, which has a higher approval rating than uh, other haircuts. Do we approve of him 
being bullied into the right haircut. Yes. <laughs> yes, we approve of this. Like, listen, sometimes the voice of the people needs to be heard. When I saw that blonde, like, he looked like he was a member of the Targaryens. When, Ooh, it kind of makes me like You're like a fire, a yeah, like fire brand. Uh, pull up the blonde Is one again, too. Is he destined like, for greatness or madness? Pull we'll up, wait if, to find out. Pull up the blonde. The greatest <laughs> thing here is that Michael Porter Jr. clearly shaves his widow's peak. And so you can see uh, right in the front, there's a dark triangle going below <laughs> the the blonde uh, clear line. Do you see this? Anyway, um, it looks ridiculous. Mike, you did not think, like it. Uh, no, who likes this? Who 20, likes this? 20% of people. Him going back. No, they did 28%. They don't like it. That was Mike and his family. You know how many members of, their, their, of the that, Porter come family? Come on, man. Low blow. <laughs> not a, I, don't, I don't approve of that one. How I do don't you go? care. How do you, how do you go? Um, I just think it's so funny. <laughs> that he posted it it went 80 20 no and then he just changed it i, I love that dude. The f- i approve of it because i approve of that so much because he didn't put that poll out there just for clicks he's listening he's yeah. like he the really pe- wanted to know the people spoke he he listened and he responded so, so um signs of growth honestly. Michael Porter Jr., man of the people signs impressive. of growth being bullied by the internet i'm just saying <laughs> Eric, what if you were like, new shirt, what do you guys think? And it was I like, do this all the time. No, you do it privately. Well, yes. But I, if I get a, like every shirt that I put out, I, I test and people will yeah. be like, eh, I don't like that. And I'll be like, okay, no. got to go back. Got to go back to the lab. Got to figure it out. Is this shirt tough? Yes or nah? <laughs> no? <laughs> I get some nah. Tough. Sometimes I get a nah. <laughs> I get a nah, man. Um, guys, Mike McDaniel. He's an offensive coordinator, I believe. Offensive head, coordinator. Head coach now, I think. Or head coach. Here we go. Um. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Mike McDaniel says, as an assistant coach, he's to be able to make it from Sunday to Wednesday without showering. He can't do that as head coach. <laughs> My question. Great quote. That's an did, awesome answer. Did he, did he think he could get away with this from Sunday to Wednesday or... And my question is, do you approve of four days without a shower? What's the, what is the longest you feel you can go without showering to be socially acceptable? I, I, I have to go daily. Me too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of odor. <laughs> I'm a man of odor. In season, it's daily. Off season. If you're not leaving the house, there's a difference. Like, I, I, if, if you're prepping for you, like, can I tell we you can something? stretch that out. D- disagree. Really? Disagree. What, what, tell us what happened during the pandemic. I showered every day. Daily. I got into cold showers during the pandemic. I'm telling you, like this, it's like there's something about the act of showering that is like, hey, I'm I'm doing things right. Yeah, I personally really revel in not doing things right, and yeah, so yeah. a good Sunday to Wednesday session, like sometimes that's good for the soul. I'll Guys, go. I'll go. Oh, this is I, this is like a this is I only have a few pet peeves. I this approve. is one of them. I, I will go. I'll I go. I didn't shower today. I'll go a full weekend. A full weekend without... If I don't see anybody. Yeah. If I see... If I'm going to You're gonna come clean in contact up, yeah. with people, I'm going to acknowledge that their experience on Earth is just as important as my own, and I'm going to make Camping. myself presentable to them. Camping, I'll go without showering. I'll oh, swim, yeah, I'll swim in the river. Yeah. I'll swim in, camping, in the river. Like, and also, but in camping, you just smell like a campfire, campfire smoke. Time, yeah. And you don't notice it until you come home, and you're like, holy crap, that smelled terrible. How did I not notice? Um, I, I so disapprove with this. 24 hours... 36 hours to me is like... Pushing it. If I haven't showered for thirty six hours, I, I'm crawling out of my skin. I had I have a stream yard gym shorts at home for like the last couple of weeks that I haven't washed probably in like a month. <laughs> I wear them too much. every stream yard show. Hell yeah! Our yeah. last one here, fellas. Our last one. There is a scandal that is rocking the chess world right now, and I don't know if you guys have heard about it. The We're world of chess <laughs> been rocked by the biggest scandal in years after a player allegedly used wireless anal beads. And the vibrations to signal his next move. Um, well, look, I, look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, I approve. <laughs> I was gonna say, would, is there a limit to the links one must go in order to win a competition? Here's my here's my thing. Like at a certain point, like do we have to call them anal beads? Like they could, you know what I mean? Like if it's, they could just say like a wireless device. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like anal, the word anal bead, very loaded. It means, there's a lot of sexuality. Uh, yeah, that's that. so true, dude. You're like, the, I get, yeah, we, we are kink shaming along with uh, cheat shaming. Um, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> like this guy's willing to pull out it's all the stops. What makes it great is chess is like the most elevated competition, right? Yes. It's like the it's like it's the sport high, of kings. The sport of kings, high society, this or that, and like, how do you get an edge? Tainted by anal. No one will ever ever suspect. Can you also imagine just like the difficulty and training and everything else you must go to to get the signals right to be able to be like, hold I, on. I actually don't even understand the scandal. 
It's first of all, first of all, here's like the best what, what, part. So here's the best part of the story, Eric. How much could we pay for because Eric it, to test out? This, this is theory? how little like because this is the chess, and so no one's even clicked on this article that's going around. No, about the headline so tells know, me all I want. Not to a know. story. Not a story. It's a Reddit theory. No, not an ounce of proof. So wait, is this like? <laughs> is this that like he has deep blue on the other side? The yes, other, exactly. Yeah. Telling him the best is, move. Yeah, and then deep blue is saying. Signaling. Via anal beads. Yeah. Vibrations in anal beads. I'm sure it's like something to do with like Morse code or something, and it's telling you King 4C. <laughs> do I approve? Which part do we approve? I of? approve of everyone choosing to believe this totally false story is true. That's the part I approve of. I just, uh, yeah, I found it to be a compelling story. Maybe, that was for the story. maybe that's how Italy beat Serbia. Oh, the, the deep blue was on the other end with anal beads. Half baked theory. Oh, my God. Guys, let's get out of the show. Cue that outro music there, will you? Uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, this casual Thursday edition of the show. It really was a Friday show. It's our Friday. We're off tomorrow. Jagruton says, so much for my granddaughter following the podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. That is oh, tough. That was Don't tough. Don't let your grandchildren listen. That was a tough one. There's no grandchildren that like this show, no, is there? No, no, I mean, no, there's a, no one likes this show. That would be, <laughs> that, that would be you, man. Only grandchildren. Only grandchildren. I guess everybody's somebody's grandchild. Uh, we hope you enjoyed following along. Guess what, guys? There's one more week of the off-season left. Just one. That will be wow. next week. On Monday show, we believe Kendrick Perkins Dude. will be on, um, which will be a banger. As we ramp up, I think we're going to have a couple guests actually next week. As we ramp up for the final week of the off-season, and then... On-season! Nope. Preseason. Preseason. I put this on Twitter. Like, I got the pangs, dude. I felt the pangs. The pangs. I, I am getting into Nuggets mode. I am starting to was visualize. It the, was, was it right when the Broncos let the clock Direct wind down? Is that yards. when you started to feel the pangs? Oh, no, you know, it was seeing that image of Michael Porter Jr. with uh, naturally colored hair. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, my God. I felt it. I was like... I don't know. It's just the, the season is changing. Yeah. I'm wearing a hoodie today, dude. It's go time. I'm so goddamn ready. One more week. We hope you join us for it. And then things kick off. Adios, everybody. Let's go.